Hello, this is Jimmy Carter, 39th President of the United States of America, and also the best goddamn peanut farmer Georgia ever saw. As you know, as of today, I have announced that I'm going into hospice care. I'm in the last couple of months of my life, and I will no longer seek treatment of my cancer that is killing me. Me and Rosalind are going to cuddle up in my home in White Plains. We're not going to till the field and plant some peanuts this year because we're calling it quits. And the last thing I wanted to do before I died is tell everybody to please listen ever, ever week to the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with none other than Victoria Vandenberg. She has been an inspiration in my life and she's always been the third in me and Rosalind's life. So if you will... Every weekend, tune in and listen to a new podcast with Victoria Vandenberg. Thank you very much, and God bless the United States. All right, I just wanted to play that song because it's appropriate because there's lots of balloons in the air everywhere and nobody seems to know what they are or give a fuck. Let me, uh, that, that's the, uh, the fifth dimension if you had never heard that song. And I, I just noticed one day that they had been playing it an awful lot on uh, Sirius XM and I was wondering like, why are they playing that song? And then I was like, oh, it's a joke. There's lots of balloons that are being shot down everywhere. So now, now uh, we we got to play that song like every five minutes. Uh, so uh, one thing I, I really don't understand this week is um, apparently we've shot down what I think like four things now. So we shot down one over Florida. We've shot one down over Lake Huron. We've shot down, and I don't know what to believe because we've heard a lot of different things. So, uh, and one of the things that's really concerning me is this is getting to where it feels like like another Roswell because you have like the president doesn't want to talk about it, nobody wants to talk about it, and they have to like kind of be bitched out until they talk about it. And so, the one we shot down over Florida, they're like, "Well, that's a Chinese balloon." But the shit we shot down, the other shit we shot down, is like, oh, we don't know what that is. It's like, oh, okay, we spent, apparently these missiles we shot at these things cost $400,000. And we shot a $400,000, well, actually, we had to use two to shoot the one down over Lake Huron, I believe. And they're like, oh, we're not even going to be able to recover it. It's like, what? What do you mean you're not? You, you spent a million... They shot. They used two missiles to shoot down one of these things, which is eight hundred thousand dollars. So we might as well say they spent a million dollars on one of these things to shoot it down, and then they're like, "No way we can find it." It's like, what do you mean? There's no way you can find it. What you're saying? There's this object 
that you called a metallic balloon, which sounds like, you know, I don't know, sounds like a fucking alien to me. And you shot it down, and now you're just like, oh, we can't find it. Well, we're, we're not even going to look. <laughs> no reason. So we've got these other three things that they're saying aren't a surveillance program. They're like, oh, it's just probably some company. Probably just some private entity that did it. And it's like, hey, hey. Remember that meme, why? Why? Is the old lady going, why? It's like, that. that's kind of what I feel like is going on here. It's like a complete cover-up. And I'm like, something's going on here. You know, because there were people describing it like they couldn't tell how it was propelling itself. And some people said it had like an octagon shape or pentagon shape, something like that. And it's like, you got to recover it. And they're like, well, the one over Lake Huron had a payload. It's like, what do you even fucking mean by that? And then you have Richard, uh, am I saying, the Blumenthal senator guy coming out and being like, coming out and being like, hey, the people need to know they can handle it. And it's like, what? I believe his name is Richard Blumenthal. And I'm like, what did he just fucking say? It's like he's openly like, hey, the people can handle that they're aliens. That's the way it sounded to me. It's like, hey, people, they need to know that there's like, you know, aliens sending probes here to like check out, you know, the planet. And it's like, hi. This has been a fucked up week been a really fucked up week and uh, that's one um that i just i don't know what to say there there's currently i i'm like so done with the biden administration because if it's not only these balloons that they're not being forward with and to me i think it's just just plain old incompetence to be honest with you because uh they also there is um a national tragedy going on right now in uh, Ohio and East uh, Palestine, Ohio, because I want to call it Palestine, but apparently people call it Palestine there. And uh, apparently a, a train like fucking derailed and there's like a fucking cloud over this town and all the animals are dying and Pete Buttigieg is on TV talking about, or, you know, construction sites need to have more black people, you know, and it's like, how about you, you know, go to this town and make sure people don't fucking die. Like, we can talk about diversity later after, you know, you go to this town and make sure that, like, people are taken care of. You know, they don't know whether they can drink the water. They don't know whether they can breathe the air. They don't know what's going on. And it's like a national tragedy. I, I don't mean to be a conspiracy theorist, but the news wasn't even covering it. The, the national news was like, we're not touching that. And you had all these people dragging, not wanting to talk about it. Biden doesn't want to talk about it. Buttigieg doesn't want to talk about it. No one wants to talk about it. Even the senators from that state are like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. And this is what I always tell people, you know, because people, I remember, um, you know, like when Flint, Michigan happened. Nobody cared about that until it got big attention on it. And people were like, race, 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 race. And I'm like, no, it's about class. It's about class. Because you see it now with this uh, East Palestine. Uh, people don't care because it's a bunch of poor people. It's a bunch of fucking poor people. If this would have happened in, um, I don't know, 
if it would have happened in the Hamptons, <laughs> you know, people would have gave a fuck. If it would have happened in South Beach, people would have gave a fuck. But since it's in some small town in Ohio uh, where there's no jobs and it's dying out, you know, they're like, oh, fuck it. We're going to leave that place anyway. So that that's one thing that drove me fucking insane. Oh, I'm so done with the Biden administration. I'm just done. We need to get rid of these motherfuckers and bring somebody else in. Uh, Norfolk Southern's just like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. No reason to talk about it. You know, Norfolk Southern's just like, ah, this is fine. And apparently the brakes they use on these trains are like the same design they were like in the Civil War, or at least that's being repeated a lot. Maybe somebody can fact check that. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it's just insanity, you know. Uh, and I had a family member who worked for the railroad. And um, he uh, he uh, worked for Norfolk Southern. And um, uh, he liked it, but he got homesick and came back. And he couldn't really, you know, he's making more money now as a truck driver than he was on the railroad. And apparently you can't get days off. And, you know, there's so many things that are like built up, like where the unions were like, hey, there's all these safety concerns. And then you won't give people sick days and you won't let people ask off work. Uh, and now guess what? There's all these fucking tragedies. And then Pete Buttigieg goes on TV and he's like, uh, <laughs> there's like a thousand railroad train accidents every year. And they're never covered. So why are you covering this one? And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Where the fuck are you, man? Where the fuck are you? Why are you not fixing this shit? And he's just like, oh, they happen all the time. Why is this a big deal? It's like, oh, just because they happen all the time. Like, that makes it even more of a priority for you. Like, the, the fact that you're mentioning to kind of you know, get everybody to calm down that they're, they happen all the time is actually a glaring fact that like, Hey, you should be trying to fix this shit. And he's like, ah, I can't do nothing. My hands are died. It's like the fuck they are. Fuck you. This guy, this Pete Buttigieg guy, he, he literally takes maternity leave, which I'm not against, but I don't know when you're like in an important job like that. I'm kind of like, why are you, why are you doing that? You fucktard. Like, that's for like normal people working middle-class jobs. <laughs> like maternity leave is not for you, buddy. Like when you're in like, when you're running a government agency, like you need to go in and do your fucking job. So fucking ridiculous. And he wonders why like people, why is everybody so upset? It's like, cause you're a fucking asshole. That's why everyone's so fucking upset. Okay. Another thing I wanted to gripe about, um, another okay. I didn't even announce the show. This is uh, biscuits buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. We've got a profile, biscuits buttered. Um, we uh, have a Twitter, biscuit pod. We're on Podvine. Um, and uh, seems like I'm forgetting one, but I will fuck it right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can also uh, email us at Proton, uh, Proton Mail, biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. I, I hadn't even checked it in forever, no telling what's on it. 
but uh, you can always email me there if you want to. Uh, this is, uh, if you hadn't heard, this is Business Butter with Victoria Vandenberg. This is a show about my life in Alabama. Um, I like to talk about my life, um, which has improved a great deal lately. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this is basically a podcast where we talk about whatever we want every week. I just get on this microphone and I talk about anything I fucking want to talk about. I can talk about a movie I've seen. I can talk about a restaurant I went to. I can talk about, uh, me, um, getting laid. I can talk about just anything I really want to talk about. And speaking of that, Raul Duke, old faithful Raul Duke, um, text me. He's watching uh, Tinkerbell, Disney's Tinkerbell. Um, okay. <laughs> he watches a lot of cartoons, I've noticed. I might need to check his ID, actually, now that I think about it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I had a good day today. Just to give you all an update on my life, okay? I had a good week. Uh, we had a lot of storms this week. Got through it. Um, woke up, went and picked up Raul Duke. We went around shopping, went to uh, Los Trojas Cantina in beautiful Florence, Alabama. And uh, we had the, um, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Moaset. It's like this big, I don't think I'm saying it right. But it had this huge bowl and it's like, it's got everything in it, like steak, shrimp, chicken, even like grilled cactus, a huge jalapeno grilled, uh, just, um, um, what's the Mexican sausage, um, Torizo. Uh, it's like piled down with everything and it was very tasty and it, there was so much of it that I couldn't even eat it all. So I actually got it in the refrigerator and I will probably be eating it later. So we did that, went to Walmart, went all over the place today. Uh, I planted, I don't know why I'm already, it's still February, but I'm already in like the gardening mood cause he wanted to go to Lowe's and look at the flowers. And I ended up buying two hydrangeas. Um, God, I, bought a, I spent too much money. To, I, I don't make much money, so I don't know why I'm spending so much money cause lost Tro house. I liked it, but it was expensive. And then we went and I bought two hydrangeas. I bought uh, a rose bush, but the roses are like orange. And that's the reason I bought it. I thought it was unique. And then I bought an apple tree, a peach tree, and a nectarine tree. Uh, just because I, I just, I, I don't know why when it gets this time of year, I just want to be out planting and putting stuff in the yard and really making things nice. And uh, it's not even that warm yet. Like it's in, in the daytime, like it'll get up into the seventies, but then nighttime it'll get down into the fifties. Uh, hopefully it, it won't um, get too cold because I, I did get a lot of stuff that I want to uh, get growing. Let's see what, let's see what Roel Duke is uh, texting me here. Oh, all right, nice. Have fun. All righty, so uh, what was we going to talk about today? Oh, yeah, I got a three-day weekend. 
uh, for President's Day, and uh, we want to give a shout out to uh, Jimmy Carter, who uh, is going on hospice care. Uh, I really thought that Jimmy Carter was immortal. Um, I think Jimmy Carter is everyone's favorite uh, ex-president. Like they didn't like him when he was president. <laughs> Like, here's how Jimmy Carter's, and Jimmy Carter's actually an amazing human being. Um, you know, when you hear some of the stories about this guy, uh, you would think he walked on water. Uh, there's like stories about him like fixing nuclear reactors on like submarines, and there's stories about, you know, just all kinds of stuff. He's just a very unique guy. And as I say, he's everyone's favorite ex president because they didn't like him when he was president. He's telling people to put on sweaters, but they like him now that he's just like, Oh, I'm just an old peanut farmer. I hung up my peanut farming to, to be president, and now I, I write a bunch of books on politics. And, and I'm just a nice guy. I go out and I build houses for poor people, and I, and I, you know, I, I give a sling D to Rosalind. I got the Jimmy Carter Center in Atlanta. You can come see it. and you can, uh, with ever admission, you get a bag of roasted peanuts. Okay, now that we're back at it. Uh, so, um, what was I going to talk about? I, you know, I, I promised last week that I was going to try to make the podcast better this week, and I'm completely failing at it because I just have been so busy. So, just uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Um, so, uh, there's another thing I meant to talk about earlier. Um, apparently the governor of Mississippi, let me, let me make sure I've got his name written down right. I believe it's Brett Reeves. Brett Reeves. Apparently they got a piece of shit governor. In, who would have thought they got a piece of shit governor in Mississippi? Uh, who's the miss? Let me. Type it into the Goog. Governor of Mississippi. Oh, it's Tate Reeves. I had written down Brett Reeves. Let me mark that out. Okay. So apparently, I'm. you know what I did? I wrote down Brett Reeves because Brett Favre is part of the scandal. And I was getting it confused. I was like mixing, I was mixing them up into like one person. So apparently this piece of shit governor in Mississippi, and this is the thing that drives me fucking crazy. Like, you know, there's this old saying that you hear in politics. Everybody go, oh, states do it best. States do it best. Send that money. Send that. Don't. No, no. Don't let the federal government do nothing. Don't let them do it because they don't know how to do it. Send that money to the states and the states will, they'll do it right because the states do it best. They know how to spend that money for their people. So like every federal program, we just send money to the states, right? So like take, for example, the state that I live in, Alabama. They'll be like, hey, we got all this Medicaid money and Alabama like, yeah, we don't want it. We don't want it. So now, like thousands of people in the state of Alabama um, don't have the Medicaid expansion. 
and they do this with everything, like because they'll send. You know, it's just like back in 2008 when Obama was president, they um, sent out a lot of money for like remodeling old downtowns, and like a lot of these places would go out and spend that money on like stupid shit. They'd just go out and spend that money on just dumb bullshit, you know, instead of spending it like on like legit stuff. Um, and this is the same thing with Mississippi. So Mississippi apparently gets all this Medicaid money because the Southern states are the most like, they, they hate the federal government and all the fucking entitlements, but then all at the same time, they're the most entitlement using states. And Mississippi is like the, the fucking drama queen of them all. So this, so this governor, Tate Reeves, uh, was taking Medicaid money and funneling it to all his friends and paying Brett Favre, yes, that Brett Favre, uh, the one with the orange dick. There's a dick pic of Brett Favre, by the way. And his dick is orange. His dick is orange. Well, anyway. So he was paying Brett Favre all this money for speeches that he weren't wasn't giving with Medicaid money. And then he was like trying to get facilities built at the schools where Brett Favre's daughter went just to make sure that Brett Favre's daughter, you know, got a fucking the pool she wanted or something like that. And I mean, this is the most insane bullshit I've ever heard in my life. And apparently no one's in jail. No one's indicted. Nothing's going. It's just like, oh, well, we used all this Medicaid money to do whatever we wanted. And, uh, yeah, fuck you. Justice Department, nobody's like, hey, y'all shouldn't have done that. We're, we're going to arrest you. This is how you know we're kind of like in a banana republic now and everything's going downhill because it's just like there's like open corruption and nothing is fucking happening. You know, it's just like with all the stuff going on with Trump. Like, they're like, oh, he'll be indicted any day now. They're going to get Georgia's going to get him. Oh, this new this new guy that they got, the special counsel is going to get him. It's like, no, no, they're not. They're, they're frozen with fear. They're frozen with fear, and we're no longer a country where things happen, you know, because these boomers have just, they just don't have it. I'm sorry, the boomers just ain't getting it done. So, basically, the whole state of Mississippi is corrupt. It's a shithole state. I mean, it, it, for, for my overseas listeners, Alabama is a shithole state, right? But we're, we far exceed. We're far, far better than Mississippi. And, and so, I mean, a lot of states, actually. Okay, so let, let's try to rank the states. What's the worst state? I'd say the worst state's probably um, Mississippi, right? Maybe Louisiana after it, as far as economic development. Uh, West Virginia, places like that. Um, Alabama's shitty in a lot of it. Like, the lower part of Alabama's really shitty. But, you know, we can always go, hey, we got we got Huntsville, we got Birmingham, you know. We can always say that, right? But, you know, so we're not at the, like, the very back of the list. We're, you know, like... As far as states go, okay, we're definitely ahead of West Virginia, Louisiana, because Louisiana's, you know, there's New Orleans and then the rest of the state shit. So we're better than 
West Virginia, Louisiana, Mississippi. I think we're better than Arkansas. Um, trying to think of where else. Uh, we're definitely better than a lot of Midwestern states like Nebraska. Nebraska. Ugh, goodness. There, that's a. If you ever, like, if you if you've never experienced wanting to commit suicide, go to Nebraska. You'll want to kill yourself. Because, like, with this state, there's a lot of crazy people. But at least, you know, like, there's mountains and rivers and lakes and streams. And you can at least, like, go hike a trail or something. Go to Nebraska. All there is is, like, pedophiles and cornfields. That's all it is. Maybe the occasional clown just standing in a field of clown. I mean, that is Nebraska, and that and that clown will be a pedophile, okay? They're all pedophiles out there. Don't know why, just, they just all move out there. It's just a fact. Just a fucking fact. Okay, I paused it for a second there, and I don't even remember what I was ranting about. <laughs> I paused it because, like, I don't know what it is. Anytime I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to record a podcast, all of a sudden everyone's like, Hey, I gotta talk. Gotta talk to Victoria, and they'll be like texting me and calling and everything else. And I'm just like, just leave me be, people. See, I just got another uh, text, uh, which I guess this is a good problem to have. All right, love you, Raul Duke. All right, so, um, what was I going to talk about? I was ranting about something. I ranted about Mississippi, and then I ranked the states. Uh, Mississippi's a shithole. That's all I was trying to say. Mississippi's a fucking shithole. And I live, well, I shouldn't tell where I live. I live near Mississippi. We'll just say that. Okay, so. Um... I did. I started listening to a new podcast this week, and I did want to talk about this. And uh, I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so all right, I'm a I'm torn on this one. I'm torn on this one, but all the same time, I was crying, laughing. It was so funny. Okay, so. I discovered two new podcasts this week. There's one called Hate Watch, where they basically just talk about shit they hate. They'll be like watching YouTube, talking about shit they hate. But then there's another one called Lemon Party. It's a podcast called Lemon Party. And basically, it's uh, Ben Avery. And if you've ever heard that name, Ben Avery, Ben Avery uh, formerly produced the, the Tim Dillon podcast. And um, uh, we'll, we'll get into him here in a minute. But so basically every episode they'll like, you know, watch a YouTube channel or watch something and they'll make fun of it. And they will just roast and like throw so much hate towards um, someone. And, and usually, you know, with me, anytime I listen to comedy, I'm like, anything goes with comedy. But I have to admit, even the, like I can listen to Doug Stanhope make 9-11 jokes and laugh my ass off. And I laughed my ass off this too, but I felt so bad at like 
after the 9-11 jokes and all the crazy shit Doug Stanhope does, I don't even like feel bad afterwards. But for some reason, I actually felt bad after listening to this episode. So there's an episode of Lemon Party where they're making fun of a YouTuber called Yankee in the South. If you hadn't seen the channel, look it up and you... Yankee in the South is this fat guy with him and his wife. I forget their names. Um, He's really fat. Um, He kind of looks a little Down syndrome-ish. And his wife looks like she's had a lobotomy. Okay? But they're very sweet people. And all they like to do is go eat and travel and have fun and um, they make videos out of like, you know, going to Bucky's or going to the latest restaurant in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee or Sevierville. Uh, and I have watched a lot of their videos because I actually go up to Sevierville and Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg almost every year because it's a nice place to go get away. And there's a hotel there that's right on the river. And I just... Something about being by a river, I love hearing the water trickle by and it just relaxes me. So I go up there a lot. And plus, they've got these restaurants that you will, you'll be doing a lot of heavy breathing. Like you will instantly, like if you eat at one of these restaurants up there, you're just going to pass out at the table because it's that bad for you. (laughs) I mean, like there's Pancake Pantry. There's like a place called Davy Crockett's where like the pancakes are like an inch thick. There's fucking, uh, you know, like corn chowder being like, they'll bring it out to you in a gallon and pour it down your gullet. And just, it's just, it's like Southern culture on steroids. Okay. If you hadn't been there, it's, it's a lot to deal with. And uh, I mean, it's, it's not like classy Southern culture. Like you go down to New Orleans, you get classy Southern culture, right? Go to Atlanta, you get classy Southern culture. Go to Nashville, get classy Southern culture. Go to Birmingham, get classy Southern culture. Pigeon Forge is different. It is a white trash trailer park uh, of a city, but it's fun, and I love it. And I guess I'm, you know, you can you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. All right, so. I like going up there. I love eating at Paula Dane's. I love, uh, and she's an official sponsor too, by the way. Um, she's not, she's not racist. She, she's just, you know, she, sometimes she says things. All right. So we'll move on. But anyway, you know, we'll go to, um, there's like an old grist meal that you can eat in. There's, uh, the peddler. There's always fucking amazing restaurants up there. And, you can just like eat until you, and of course, as you know, there's Fanny Farkles, which we've talked about on this podcast a lot, um, which I'm sipping out of that cup as we speak. Mm. Mm. Went up there this morning and just got me a refill. Okay, so they this podcast, Lemon Party, they... It's like an hour-long podcast where they just roast this couple, this sweet little. I mean, they're look. They technically are from the north, and they are Yankees, but they're very southern. They're very nice. They're very. They love to go out and eat. You know, they're honorary southern, in my opinion. And 
I've watched these videos and I've enjoyed watching these videos. And actually my father watches these videos anytime he wants to figure out what's going on with, you know, anything new going on in Pigeon Forge. These are the people to go to. If you want to know about anything in the Tennessee region, <laughs> that's the channel to go look at on YouTube, Yankee in the South. So, um, you know, they just roast them and roast them and roast them. And I mean, just, oh, I felt so bad for them. So, um, yeah, Lemon Party is a very, very funny podcast if you hadn't listened to it. And I also would suggest go to Yankee in the South and watch their videos. They're good videos and they make fun of this poor guy because he'll make a video and he'll, you know, he'll be out like eating and he'll, you know, sometimes he'll say dumb shit, which y'all know me. I say dumb shit every time I turn on this fucking microphone, unless you're pre-prepared and reading off a script like they do on Lemon Party. Because let's be honest, all the puns and the jokes were pre-prepared on Lemon Party. That You know, they try to make it out like they're riffing in the mo They're not riffing in the mo All the shit was prepared. Because, you know, Ben Avery, the guy that he was formerly the producer on... Um, the Tim Dillon show, but he got fired from the Tim Dillon show because he's kind of like, he's kind of bad at his job. Like, cause all he did, you know, he was on that show and he would get made fun of every week. He would always be pissing off Tim and he was just really bad at his job and he got fired from that show. So then he started this other show, Lemon Party, which actually I think this podcast that he does on Lemon Party is better than, the Tim Dillon show that he was on. And uh, it's funnier anyway. But I'm just sitting there like, they're sitting there roasting this poor Yankee in the South, him and his wife. And I'm just like, this guy like can't spell. He's like kind of autism-ish. He's definitely on the spectrum. And he's like throwing so much shade and how much he hates these the Yankee in the South and his wife. And I'm just like, dude, like, you're in like a, not even a glass house. It's like the thinnest of glass. You don't even have to throw a pebble at that glass to shatter it. Like you are a fucking retard. And you're sitting here making fun of these people on Yankee in the South, which I know I just made fun of. I know this is like, y'all listen to this podcast and you're going, wow, this is so inconsistent. <laughs> That's my promise as Victoria Vandenberg. I promise to be inconsistent. So I just wanted to give a shout out to both these podcasts uh, because I think Lemon Party's hilarious, but I also feel bad for these poor YouTubers, Yankee in the South, and I I'm just going to promote both their shows. Go listen to Lemon Party. Go listen to Yankee in the South or go watch their show on... Um, YouTube because it's a really good show if you want to find out about when it, wherever the latest Bucky's is built. <laughs> and I think the episode's called Bucky's Buzzards if you're listening to Lemon Party. But uh, I just want to throw a little shade at Ben Avery. He's kind of a cuck. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to like, you know, if you're going to attack these poor people, you are attacking my culture. All right. You are attacking my trailer park. White trash culture. You don't want to go eat a stack of pancakes at the fucking Bear Cave in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? 
Why the fuck not? You can literally go see a bear. There, there's literally a store where they just have goats. It's just a regular store. And they just have goats in the middle of the store. And they're just shitting and pissing all over the store. I mean, I'm not even joking. That's the type of shit that you can do in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, in Sevierville, in Gatlinburg. It's it's an amazing it's a it's it's beautiful in how trashy it is. It's really the Las Vegas of Tennessee, and uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. That's all I'm going to say on that. All right, so. We're going to move on, um, but I'm going to have to pull it up. Apparently, I didn't know this. I was on Twitter, and Carrie Lake was bitching about something. Uh, apparently, there's a black national anthem, and people were like, why isn't Carrie Lake? Look, I don't like Carrie Lake. I don't like Carrie Lake. All right? I think she's a stupid bitch. All right? I think she's a stupid bitch election denier, and I don't like her. But people were like, why didn't she stand for the Black National Anthem? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just a, a fucking thing that she chose not to do. Why is, it, why is it a big deal? Okay, I got the video of the Black National Anthem. I never knew there was a such thing as a Black National Anthem, but this is... Cheryl Lee, Ralph, uh, lift every voice. Oh my God! She didn't stand for the Black National Anthem. We we shouldn't have more than one national anthem. I'm sorry. I, I'm just so tired of this shit. Is this it? Is this? Shirley Ralph sings Lift Every Voice and Sing Black National Anthem. You know, are we going to have a transgender national anthem? You know, it's like we had the rainbow flag, and then they want to have a different, and now there's like a gazillion different gay pride flags. Can't we just have one? Why are we going to complicate it? And now people are wanting another national anthem. And this, you know, this woman's got a beautiful voice, and this is a beautiful song, actually. This is actually a beautiful song. So I, I don't know why we can't. I probably would have stood for it. <laughs> I would have stood for it. But I do understand why someone wouldn't want to stand for it. Because it's like, God damn. It's just like eye rolls. It's fucking eye rolls. It's like everything is about race, gender, orientation. Um, it's just completely fucking annoying. And I'm like, why can't we just have a normal moment? A normal fucking moment where we're all like just agreeing to get along and we have a little spirit together, all right? Fuck. Okay, moving on. There's another thing I want to talk about today. So apparently some of these states are refusing to do business with BlackRock. And I believe we've talked about BlackRock before. It's like this, if, if you've ever wanted to like be terrified, just look up 
BlackRock. So apparently there's this company. And they manage like trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in like money. And if you think I'm lying about that number, uh, go look it up. <laughs> I mean, I, I forgot how much it was, like $10 trillion or so. I mean, it's a ridiculous number. And my retirement is managed by these people because they're so huge that everybody's just like, we'll go to them because they're cheaper. And I'm like, eh, I'd rather I'd rather pay more and go with someone else and not have my money being handled by this just ginormous company that if this company, cra- like, if this company crashed, my whole retirement would be gone. It would be eaten up. So, okay. So a lot of these states are taking issue with BlackRock and these other companies because they've been, uh, they came up with this thing called ESG. Environmental, social, and governance criteria are useful in measuring a company's progress towards achieving goals in addition to creating shareholder value. So they got this ESG thing, and it's complete nonsense. Like they they tell people like, oh, we're, you know, promoting social ideas and progress and trying to change the world and if you don't go along with it we're not going to give you a fucking loan well some of these conservative states have said you know what fuck you (laughs) you know some of these shitty companies have like high sg scores so why are you you know bitching out a state over you know doing something stupid and so these states are like you know what we're going to go with another bank we're going to pay more on the loan just because we don't want to fucking deal with you and your fucking social, socialist, I don't know, it's not socialist. It's kind of like this fake wokeism. Like, it's not even woke. It's just like fake what corporate woke. It's like we're telling people how to live and how to be good people and be good businesses, but not really. We just want the appearance of it, and we're going to – you know, fuck with people about how they present their co- you know, their company to people out in the world, and it's just so silly. Like one thing, look, I'm all for progress. All right, Victoria is for progress, but this is like uh, companies should not be. Companies should not be coming in and trying to tell people how to live their lives and how to run their companies. You know, like if you're a bank, you should just be loaning money. All right. You shouldn't be. This is one thing I just really don't. It makes me very uncomfortable. I feel like I'm going to go in and try to get a business loan and they're going to be like, well, you do, do you believe in gay rights? Do you believe that, uh, you know, if someone transitions, they should immediately be able to go punch a woman in the face. Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're not getting alone. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, maybe, you know, there should be a little time on the estrogen before that guy, that six foot five guy goes and to an MMA fight with a five foot two female. I don't know. You know, maybe there should be a couple of years of estrogen before that happens. <laughs> Well, you're not getting the loan. I mean, that, that's the kind of the way it sounds to me with the CSG. I know I'm doing a 
horrible job of explaining it, but that's the way it sounds to me. Uh, so I guess y'all should look it up yourselves. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, it's just weird, and it's just a weird business thing, and um, you know all these people at the World Economic Forum and their weird ideas and how everybody's going to be renting in the future, and there's just a lot of odd, 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 odd stuff going out in the world, and I don't want nothing to do with it. I really don't want nothing to do with it, and I wrote down... Moving on from that, because I think we've talked enough about that, and I, I'm, I'm not really an expert in it, so I'm probably uh, not going to sell y'all on it. Y'all are probably like, that was the worst explanation of that I've ever heard in my life. Well, yeah, okay. So, okay, so, another thing I want to talk about. Apparently, there's death tourism now, so uh, I forgot what I was listening to, but somebody was talking about this the other day. Uh, and here's an article I'm just going to put. Oregon weighs nixing residency requirements for youth in Asia, officially op- opening the door for suicide tourism. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Oregon lawmakers are weighing a bill to officially repeal the residency requirements for patients to seek physician-assisted suicide in the state. House Bill 2279, which was requested last year by now former Democrat Governor Kate Brown, uh, repeals the residency requirement in the Death with Dignity Act and would allow adults from prohibitionist states who are suffering from terminal illnesses to seek physician-assisted suicide in Oregon. Well, I'm for this. You know, I I think this is a good thing. I don't think that... um, uh, anyone should be against this. Um, look, if you got a terminal illness, like imagine if you had something where you were just miserable every day. You know, if you had ALS or, or uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, with, um, oh, fuck. I forgot the guy's name. But anyway, I'll look it up here in a minute. Uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. If you had what Bruce Willis has now, which uh, I guess I need to talk about. You know, I think this is a compassionate thing, and uh, I think Oregon did the right thing. Uh, I think Jack Kevorkian was a hero, because if I ever had something where I was, look, I just want to be honest with you. When I had COVID, I wanted to kill myself, all right? That's how little tolerance I have for inconvenience, all right? Literally, all I had was a fever. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, if I had a pistol, I'd put a fucking bullet in my brain. I mean, that's how I am as a person, you know. So I know if I ever got some kind of, you know, like cancer or anything like that, I would want to fucking kill myself. It's just very sad that, um, you know, most states won't allow you to do that. I think it's, now, of course, you know, within reason, you know, we should... I think it really does need to be a terminal illness. Uh, now, I know that some people have said that, like in Canada, and I don't know how true this is, you know, I listen to podcast. I listen to a lot of trash podcasts, okay? I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to all, you know, and they, they claim that in Canada, you can just, if you're a teen, you can go get it when you have depression. I don't think that's true. I don't know. Uh, I listen to a lot of junk, Okay, so most of the shit he says on that show isn't true, but it entertains me and I have a lot of free time, so I listen to it. But it is what it is. 
And uh, I think uh, Oregon's right on. But, you know, I, I think th- this is so weird because this could only come from Oregon, right? When you think about it, like Oregon and Washington State, they're just kind of these dreary, kind of depressed, moody states. And it would have to come from that region if it came from anywhere, right? I would assume, you know, like nobody wants to die down here. We prefer slow death. You know, we like to go eat KFC and, you know, have a heart attack when we're like 40. (laughs) You know, that's what we prefer. We prefer to clog our arteries with lard. So, uh, let's see. I did have something. I want to pull up. Have you ever watched, uh, there's a show called You. It's called You on Netflix. And there is a, a stud on that show. And his name is Pin. Am I saying this right? Pin Bagley. And I want to pull up. Oh, Pin Bagley nude. Don't mind if I do. That's not what I was looking up. Okay, let's look here. A very sexy stud here. Oh, he's younger than me. Okay. Uh, and this week he's made some comments. Uh, and let's read what he said here. You know, he's always saying, we shouldn't be doing love-making scenes anymore. It's like, you're a fucking actor, you know? Um, so basically, he, he's basically been making these arguments that they shouldn't be doing love-making scenes and that the love-making scenes should be um, digital or CGI or something. And I, I completely just disagree with this. I think this is just the age we live in. He's doing all this fucking, like... I don't know. It's so silly. It, like, whatever happened to adults? Remember when, like, have you ever seen the movie Body Heat with William Hurt? Go watch that movie Body Heat. There's a really good sex scene in that movie where he uh, fucks this bitch on the um, on the stairs. He just fucking, you know, he can see her through the fucking door. If I'm remembering this correctly, he can see her through the fucking door. And he's like, I'm going to put my dick in that. He fucking breaks down that door. Fucking, I think he throws a chair or something. And then he fucking rips off her clothes and he fucks her right there on the stairs. It was one of the best sex scenes probably in a movie since Monster's Ball. It was before Monster's Ball. And that was a good sex scene too uh, with Billy Bob Thornton. And, uh, you know, he makes her feel good. She's like, oh, Billy Bob, make me feel good. Make me feel good. Watch Monsters Ball if you haven't seen it. Oh, Billy Bob, give me that D. Make me feel good. Oh, you make me feel so good, Billy Bob. Yeah, watch that movie if you ever get the chance. Monsters Ball and uh, Body Heat. Those are two great movies with two great sex scenes in them. And uh, this guy on the show, You... Is like going around saying, "Oh, we shouldn't do it anymore. It's not fair to your partner. It's not, and you know, you might, you might get like people saying that you know you did this or did that. It's like be adults, just be adults and go in and like. It's so silly. Like you can be an adult and you can go film a sex scene. It's not a big fucking deal." Stop making it a big deal. And he's been saying all this crazy shit this week, and I can't even find the article for the what what the other bullshit he was spinning that he said. Um, but I guess that's all I have this week. Um, 
I'm going to let me check the uh, let me see what we got going on on our um, Facebook profile. I'll check and see if anybody's messaging me. Uh, there's some guy in a Spider-Man outfit. There's some guy posting about Gigi Allen. Okay. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of people posting crazy shit. I got a lot of good friends on there. I never talked to any of them, but all right, let's go to Messenger and check our. Um, let's see if anybody's uh, messaging us on Messenger. Let's pull it up. Continue to biscuits. Let's see what anybody. Uh, there's some Monica Asa. How are you doing? Oh, she's definitely a. Um, she is definitely um, a telemarketer or something. <laughs> Scammer, whatever you want to call them. Um, so I've been, con lately I've been getting a lot of like telemarketer calls, but for some reason, Android phones will not like, I can record what I'm saying on the telephone call, but it doesn't record what they're saying. So I was going to post a bunch of my recorded telephone calls with telemarketers, but I didn't get to any of that. So I apologize. And, uh, maybe I can eventually figure out how to get it to work. Uh, let's check the Twitter. doesn't look like anything's going on on the Twitter. Uh, I posted, uh, a pretty good drawing of Madonna's new uh, cat face um, that someone did. And I uh, posted another picture of Lori Lipton uh, talking shit, um, drawing, stuff like that. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, not much going on on the Twitter. All right, so before we leave, we'll check the RSS feed and see what's going on with it. Just give me just a second because i got to sign in. Uh, type in all my info. Let's see here. Bring it up. Biscuits button. And I'll tell y'all my password. That's what I'll do. Let's see if we got any new listeners. Do we have any new listeners on the analytics? Oh, we've had no listeners today. Let's see if we got anybody. All right. So according to this, Boardman, Boardman, wherever that's at, they've literally listened to the podcast 35 times. We got Brussels listening to us 31 times. We got Ashburn listening to us 26. Somebody in Portland's listened to us eight times. Burdett, five. Kensington, five. And that's United Kingdom. Got a lot of people coming in. It looks like still the same people that we've had listening. Just people all over the world listening, really. Reno. Uh, yeah. Got people from Spain listening. Norway. Ireland. Germany. Sweden. United Kingdom. Ghana. New Zealand. Austria. Indonesia. Zambia. China. Georgia. Canada. I mean, we got a lot of people clicking from all over the world and I like that. I hope that we can get more of an international audience because that, you know, let's be honest, this is a classy show. Got an international audience here. All right. I guess we'll check the proton mail before we leave. Proton mail. If I can remember what my password was for it. 
We'll see if anybody's messages on this. And I don't even I don't even want to check the Podvine. There's nothing going on on Podvine, right? But since we hadn't checked this in a long time. All right. Maybe we can remember our password here because I never signed into this fucking thing. Sign in. Are you going to let me in? No. I will not let you in. Will that let me in? Okay. Maybe this will let me in. Sorry for all the uh, downtime on it. <laughs> I know there's a lot of dead time on here, but I just decided, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and check this. And I know I've, I've let y'all down another week. I have let you down another week. Okay, so it's just basically a bunch of, um, who sent me? Somebody sent me a direct message on Twitter? I don't even remember getting a direct message. Okay, let's go back to Twitter. Because apparently I'm being informed that I was sent a direct message on Twitter. So let's check it. Oh, yeah. Some guy texted me on here. His name's Clay or something. And he just sends me the word Jinsan. And I don't know what to say to that. I'm like, nice to meet you. And he's like, huh? I'm like, I don't know. You fucking texted me. What does Jensen mean? Fucker. Well, anyway, it looks like he's got an OnlyFans. Uh... Was like the was like it'd be a pretty good in OnlyFans, and then someone else messaged me like, "Hey, check out my Instagram." I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to see any of your shit. Uh, looks like we we've added a lot of people on the Twitter on the Twitter. Uh, if you ever want to reach out to me, just hit me up. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. This is biscuits buttered. Uh, with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, I'm about to crack open a cold one, a Famosa, a Guatemalan beer. Uh, and uh, I hope to uh, wake up tomorrow morning and uh, fuck our old Duke again and have a wonderful day. Uh, and I hope that you all find your own Raul Duke and peg him properly. All right? You got to peg him properly. All right. Have a good week and I uh, love you all.